Hello, everybody, and welcome to today's season finale episode! All hail, listeners who listen to every 58 episodes of this season. Hail! 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 All the listeners! Hail! Actually, you know what? To be honest, I think this is one of the most consistently performing seasons we've ever put out. I've looked at the numbers, Steve. I've done the data. I've done the analysis. And there's six people consistently listening to these episodes. I want to thank every last one of you. This is one of the most consistent things I've done in my entire life. And consistently it performed. Is. Because I can get, I, you it, know, out there in the real, I go to a job and it's like, I get tired and I go like, blah, blah, blah. and I just like, I'm horrible people. and I don't work and I don't do it. I just don't. But I come on here and I'm like, bleep, blop, blorp. Gabagool. Gabagool. It's a whole different game. Different game altogether. I can say anything over here. Pineapple. Well, I wouldn't go. That's funny. <laughs> I, wouldn't go, I wouldn't go that far. Um, <laughs> pineapple. I know a guy who got a tattoo of a pineapple on him because it lets everyone know that he's a swinger and he's DTF. And it's cool. That's cool. It's up to, you know, it's his own thing. But that is why he has it. <laughs> Chapter fifty-eight, everybody. <laughs> we got we got to get into this episode because this is we got so much to talk about. We got a whole book to talk about because this is the last episode of season six. And ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now, there will be a season seven. Oh yeah, whether you like I've it or not. I already told you. Some of you have doubting us. Well, you're not doubting us, but you're doubting our timeline, and that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> you can do it's, you know. You can do that. Do whatever you want. That's definitely okay. That's okay by us because you're not. You're not wrong, <laughs> but no, we're well, no one is wrong. wrong, really. If you think about anything, okay. <laughs> that isn't that, that, okay. isn't that fun. <laughs> okay, buddy. Chapter fifty-eight. We are talking the traps of Rudion. Uh, we've got big Dragon Ball Z style. You've never watched Dragon Ball Z ever. Don't say that. Not a single. But I have stayed in a Holiday Inn Express, and this that makes me uh, somewhat qual- qualified, right? <laughs> what? <laughs> How? What are you talking about? <laughs> Chapter 58. This is kind of like Dragon Ball Z, though. It is kind of like Dragon Ball Z. I haven't... Okay, I'll, I'll lay my cards out. I haven't seen Dragon Ball Z, but I have seen The Matrix Revolutions hundreds of times. And from what I can tell, uh, I've heard tons of talk about how the ending fight between Neo and Agent Smith is very Dragon Ball Z-like. I mean, I guess it's kind of like you should really watch Dragon Ball Z. It's great, man. Just you take a bunch of edibles and like make yourself like a meatloaf and just watch like 80 episodes of Dragon Ball. You won't regret it. I, pr- I know I won't, but I mean, who has the time for that nowadays? Well, you know how many episodes of podcasting we put out every day? I At just one. I actually, full <laughs> disclosure, have been just running Dragon Ball Z in my house recently while I'm just like doing things. And I've watched 137 episodes. <laughs> And I've watched the new, like, the trimmed down stuff. They have a version of it called Dragon Ball Z Kai, where it's trimmed down and all the fillers I've heard of that. Because when the show was initially airing, the manga was running simultaneously at the same time, and the show could never pass the manga. So when it would catch up, it would just make weird filler episodes about, like, characters trying to get their driver's license. And they're aliens. So it's confusing and weird for them. And, uh, you know, we don't need those. So they cut them all out now. Wouldn't it take like episodes at a time for like characters to power up to their full power level? Uh yeah, a long time. Like I, was, I spent most of my childhood waiting for Goku to get to Planet Namek. I'm sorry for those of you okay. that don't understand what I'm talking about, but those of you do, 
You understand what I'm talking about. It was yeah. like, that was like seven years of my childhood. And eventually he got there and you know what he did? He beat the fuck out of Frieza. And I was glad I waited that long. Honestly, it explains a lot that you never watch it because it's kind of a rite of passage. And you you avoided it, and now you and now you're. I've evolved. I've avoided all boy. rites of passages. You're, you have all, and the, the ones that you have absorbed. Have the right you've for? taken them, like Cell himself, absorbed through your weird tail, and in these little YouTube clips. And now look where what's happened. I'm getting married. Chapter fifty eight. <laughs> chapter fifty eight. We haven't said a word about this chapter, have we? Absolutely not. I don't think I want to. <laughs> <laughs> no, we should. Guess what? We should. Rand did it again. He did it again. He pulled one out at the last second, like he always does. I, I didn't mean, think this. Whoa. I didn't think he was going to come through this time. I really got to say, um, I really got to say, you know, great job. Um, really? Big shout out to Rand. Big shout out to really? Mapes. No, I'm, to I'm, Mapes. I'm, I'm, I'm. No, I was doing a little thing. I don't know what I it know was. I you were doing a thing. I was doing my own thing beside your thing. You didn't have to pay attention to me. I mean, okay, yes. Rand pulled it out. But I honestly, I, I do like how no, I this meant, chapter like, kind I of I was not surprised up. at all. I'm not surprised at all that Rand fucking... At this point, we're just building to the heel turn. And and now, I guess, like, Lanfear's got coming, dancing around, and she's shaking her moneymaker, rubbing herself know. up and down. I don't down. know if we're going to... I don't know if we're going to get a heel turn because... We are! If there was t- if if there's time for a heel turn, it it should have been now. No, it, you're right. They, yes, but it's not. It's coming. <laughs> <laughs> it's like book nine. We get heel turn. I think book. I think next book. I think next book. Next book. Okay. I think I have the next book. Do you know what the next book's called? The Fires of Heaven. I have it right. I'm holding it. And you know, Rand on the front doesn't look evil. He looks very clueless. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that like they're standing in a, like an empty street? Just kind of like looking off into the distance. And then, yeah, that's exactly it. And then the one after that, the Lord of Chaos, right? That one I have here. I'm looking at it. I actually found both these the other day at like Goodwill or something for like two bucks a pop. Nice. This one has like, I guess that's Rand. It looks like Dolph Lundgren in like an unbuttoned shirt. And there's a dragon flying around and it's called the Lord of Chaos. That is 100% rand that's the heel turn that does make sense yeah i'm looking at the picture right now of the cover and yeah you're right it definitely it actually kind of looks like owen wilson if you got a little more jack <laughs> yeah if he had a little bit more broad shoulders i mean this put is shoulder pads on. imagine rand that's true this is not my this is not my rand it doesn't look like rand at all <laughs> <laughs> that being said um i do think uh, the guy who's playing him in the show. That's kind of like who I'm imagining as Rand. Joshua Strakowski. Strakowski. Stradinsky. Stradowski. Some. Uh, I do like Rand. His, his look for for Rand. Uh, I think they're I think they're gearing him up for the next season of the show for the for the heel turn, which I think is needed. Like especially yeah, for a well, show. Yeah, it let's certainly get that. looks like it's moving along pretty quick in the show. Let's get that going right right away here because I mean. It's all well and cool that Rand is like get, gaining power, and you know the Aiel are now following him, as we see at the end of this chapter. Uh, not the Shido, so we have like a rogue Aiel clan running around there with Kooladin and all, all those people. Um, but it's just like it's it all just seems like uphill from here, you know. Um. Yeah, I can see what you're saying. 
But also because they, they wrap this all up. So there's nowhere but up from here, as yeah, Shania Twain has once said to us. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that being said, this chapter, in terms of like all the fighting and all the crazy magic stuff going on, this is probably one of the easiest chapters of the series I've been able to follow in terms of the crazy shit that's going on. Yeah. Right. Like we know when, when he meets Asmodian and we get the we get to see that it was actually uh, Jason Natil, the Gleeman, uh, he was hiding. Which is crazy. I was, and I'm upset about that because it's just like, I don't like whatever. Right. That guy was whatever. But it's just like the fact that that was like the first other Gleeman that we saw. And I was like, oh, it's cool that there's all these Gleeman and we can just see another Gleeman of the trade. And it wasn't at all. No. Or was he? Because at the end of the day, he was out there and he was singing and dancing and he was entertaining the people. Maybe, yeah, his heart, his soul was full of evil and pure darkness. But what did he bring to the people that he entertained? Pure joy. Yeah, exactly. You are who you choose to be. Most right. comedians are the saddest people out there. Also, little known fact, podcasters. So, <laughs> you know. Chapter, cha- <laughs> Patreon.com slash chapter by chapter podcast. In a little while. Yeah, you gotta say podcast in there. Make sure you say podcast. Podcast. Make sure. Um, yeah. That being said, like, like I said, it was one of the easiest chapters to follow in terms of all the magic craziness that was going on in here. Uh, we got to see lots of like fire throwing and the fact that Rand cuts Jason or Asmodian out of the the Dark One's power, and I think he also takes him out of the. Uh, the one power as well. He basically like gentles him, cuts him off. Yeah, I guess it's a gen- I guess it's a gentling. Um, but he's giving him new purpose or whatever we're calling it. He's giving him new purpose. He says he says to him at the end, he's like, "I need you to help me to guard my dreams or whatever that whatever that means." <laughs> but like, how is he going to guard the dreams if he's cut off from the one power? Because don't you need a little? I need bit you of one to power? build me a fence. I need you to build me a fence. I need you to build me a dream fence. Yeah, Jason. I bestowed upon you the power of carpentry. Jason Teal is now just hosting uh, <laughs> Home Improvement. He's the main character. Uh, Asmodian. Uh, which is the real name here? And the real name is Asmodian. Yeah, Asmodian. Which I feel like I've I've heard in another property before. Like, doesn't that sound Asmodian. like? That's it. That's where I've heard it. Asmodian. Also, I was it goes getting, over top of each other. I was also getting sound that, cooler. Uh, Asmodian and Asmosis Jones. Kind of mixed up in my head. Was that Eddie Murphy? Chris Rock. Chris Rock. Yeah, pre-slap. Them's were the days, eh? <laughs> oh, yeah. Now he just can't act anymore. It's gone. Will Smith messes job. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like Tales from the Crypt Keeper. What the fuck was that movie, Osmosis Jones? I didn't watch that. You never watched Osmosis? Of course I watched it. It's fucking weird. I was like 19 I, when it came out. Yeah, it was definitely for like... It was like for edgy nine year olds. Like if you watch it now, you're probably like, "This isn't this isn't like cool at all." But if you were like nine and you wore like flame, wasn't flame it like t-shirts? Chris Rock running around inside of people, fighting cancer? Yeah, yeah, you nailed it. His best friend's a pill. surfing on red blood cells. You got it. So when I was a kid, that was the coolest shit. Hanging out in the Abdullah Langata. I think that is in the Gata of Eden. Bap, 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 bap,
Who killed the radio star? Check out who killed the radio star (laughs) (laughs) on podcasts. Strange, strange story about that song. You guys want to check out? Great stuff. Um, Okay, I want to talk a little about the uh, the angry all business because a big part of this whole fight that uh, Rand has with with uh, Asmodian is grasping on to this Tarangri all that's incredibly powerful. And uh, it it allows Rand to basically kind of like overcome Asmodian with help and with a with the help of another Angriel, a uh, little tiny fat man statue. One's never enough, and, and the little Chris Farley statue can do a lot of things for you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's almost too much. It's almost too powerful. <laughs> um, but they have this like almost comical. I thought it was kind of comical, at least the way I kind of like imagined it in my head is that they're just like holding on to this Tarangriol, like they're, it's like, it's like soap slipping through their hands and they're just kind of like grabbing onto it while it like slips through the air. They're just like, hey, no, whoa. <laughs> every time it's like in the hands, it's just more power. And then it cuts off and you slips out again. Yeah, exactly. And just kind of like works up and eventually rain gets the upper hand. Um, those, that particular, I think it's a Tarangriol. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you listeners. I'm, i still haven't figured out the difference between Tarangriol, Angriol and Sarangriol. And honestly, I'm not going to bother learning the difference. Because it's I just think power it's levels. It's just power levels. Which one's the top? Well, I didn't claim to have it figured out either. Exactly. But. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, but what's interesting here is that Lanfear, when she shows up after this whole battle is kind of done, she points out that Terangriol that helped Rand. And she's like, that's one of the most powerful ones in the world. Next to this other one that if I have, you and I can rule the galaxy as father and son. We could do anything. Have you ever seen Mr. and Mrs. Smith? With Brad Pitt and Angelina, it would be like that. I love that movie. I, hope a, I, I do too. It's a good movie. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. Sex, sexual tension. It's espionage. through the roof. Explosive action. I think that movie romance. triggered puberty for me. Again, I was like 19. <laughs> Again, I think triggered it, it for me too. Triggered your puberty. <laughs> um, which is interesting about this Terangriel. Um, and I think this Terangriel is also uh, a similar Terangriel to a giant statue Terangriel that was outside Carrion that we saw in the Iron World. Do you remember that? Why do you, giant, why do you think that? Well, I, th- I think uh, Lanfear says it outright, but I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> uh, I'm also looking at a, a Wikipedia article that dives into more of these things. I'm sorry. I'm uh, I did my research. <laughs> Fuck you. Uh, I was too distracted by Landfair dancing around at the end, rubbing her rubbing her body, singing her little songs. She is distracting, isn't she? I'm sorry if that makes me be- if that's not nice to hear. I hope you are sorry. You know, I think for the next season, I'm going to go full PG. I'm going to start, like, bleeping out and cutting out. Why not? I think the bleeps are Because I can't say fuck ass. You better bleep that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Which is interesting because that giant statue, Terangriel, outside of uh, Carrion, is also incredibly powerful and has little, like, little minion Terangriel line of that you can take uh, yeah take because of. not only is that statue a life not even life size it's a giant size statue of chris farley there there is also a tiny little david spade beside it 
And you can pick that one up and take that one with you. And it's pretty powerful too on its own. Yeah, it's life size. You know, it's still life size. It's way better when you couple it with something else. But, you know, <laughs> that one is life size to David Spade, though. Yeah, you can put it right in your pocket. You can put it right in your pocket. There it is. <laughs> there it is. No, we apologize. You know, it's like, you know, I see him. I see him the way I, the way I see, the way I've heard of him is we should call him David Hearts because he's so nice. And it's also a suit of, of cards, isn't it? We've made one of my favorite jokes on this entire series that we've done on this show is uh, is a joke I, I think we made in two in the season one where we were talking about David Spade and how he would oh no we've done this yeah he would hate us he would hate us he yeah would, he would hate us so much and I think next season I'm gonna do my very best to reach out to him try to get him on this podcast. To talk about dude. There's no. There's just no. Way. There's no there's way. There's just no way. There's no way. But can. But can we. Can we try. Can we try. We can totally try. I would love to get anyone on this podcast, but no one ever wants to come on it because people are like, I'm not reading a whole book in t- over a year. You don't have to. Ever, like, I get it. I'm like, just read a chapter, and they're like, Oh, I will. And then you know what? They don't ever. But maybe mm-hmm. with Dune, right? Reading's maybe hard. we got Zend- Zendaya. Think we can get Zendaya on here? If we got Zendaya on here, ooh, oh my god, change, what we didn't say to her. I love you in euphoria. What do you eat? What do you eat? Like chili or like chili? These beans. Because I do want to know if Zendaya beans, and she probably does. And then we could talk about that. You know what? Honestly, she would probably like be such a sport about it, and like just be so lovely to talk to. I think so. I think she's cool as shit from what I've heard until I hear different. But that's what I've heard. Zendaya, come on, come on over. Come on over. Let's. Let's hang out. It'll be fun. It'll be fun. We can talk Dune. <laughs> a couple of idiots. Talk about Dune. I'm sure you love talking about Dune. I'm sure, yeah. You, you have. Want, <laughs> also, can you do it for free? It would be definitely appreciated. <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Um, okay. So, essentially here, uh, once Asmodian gets cut off from the power, he tries to beg uh, Lanfear to kind of like help him. Lanfear is like, fuck you. I'm going to tell everybody that you betrayed us, betrayed the Forsaken, and that you're helping Rand. And Rand is like, well, if she's going to tell everybody that anyway, well, you might as well join my side. And I'm not going to hurt you. I'm a good guy. All right? I'm a good guy. I got the... I'm the best. I'm, I'm, I'm the best, the best guy. No one's ever going to take me down. Yep. Um, and who says that, everyone? Narcissistic people. <laughs> uh, <laughs> which... I think this is a, a nice little sign of uh, mercy from Rand. I think uh, he could have killed him, but like at the same time, I can see, <laughs> I can see Jason Natiel in like a future book just straight up betraying Rand at some point because he's just like, I want to go back to the dock. Well, again, is he now Jason Natiel or is he Asmodian? I think, I think now or did Asmodian Nateel. take Jason Natiel's body, and now Jason's back. Jason's back. No, I think Jason and Asmodian are the, are like one and the same. Like it wasn't like Jason existed before, like Asmodian took it over. I think Asmodian escaped. But Asmodian is like the evil bad version. It's like Garth Brooks and Chris Gaines, right? Oh yes. Who do you think is the bad version in that? Skill testing question. <laughs> yeah, they want you to think it's Chris Gaines. Yeah, they want you what. to think it. It's Garth Brooks hasn't been, been in power for far too long. <laughs> Way too long. 
Chris Gaines. I'm in, I'm here for Chris Gaines supremacy. I explained the Chris Gaines story to somebody the other day, and they looked at me like I had two fucking heads. First of all, it was kind of unprompted. <laughs> First of all, I had a paper mache head attached to my shoulder. Of Garth Brooks. <laughs> it was a thing I was trying. <laughs> and essentially here, Lanfear leaves Asmodian to his fate, and Rand takes in Asmodian uh, and comes back to... Uh, Rudion, or no, comes back to the to the threefold land. All this shit with Rudion happens as well. Like the mist parts ways. There's all kinds of chaos in Rudion now. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot. And now it seems like people can just go to Rudion, and he's and Rand's like it's upset Cuba. about that. It, it's like Cuba. It's like Cuba. It's all like the states can go to Cuba now. So it seems like people are going to be able to go to Rudion. I think that's what we're seeing on the cover of the Fires of Heaven. Is everybody kind of like hanging out in Rudion, gaining power? This is going to be Rand's new palace. For the time being. And like I said, Rand comes back and uh, comes back to the threefold land. He sees that one fourth of the uh, of the Aiel are missing of the people who couldn't handle the truth that they all came from tinkers. They just like, yeah. what? Jerry Maguire fans, right? Yeah. They're just losing their mind. But those the people who the one fourth who left, they're following the way of the leaf. So no, they're not following the way of the leaf. They're the ones who couldn't handle the truth. That the Aiel came from, uh, yes, the, gotcha, gotcha. from from people who followed the way of the leaf, because to them the Aiel have always been bloodthirsty warriors. You know, so are they sticking to their Aiel beliefs and starting like a new clan? Uh, I think probably not starting a new clan. I think they're they're probably just going to join the Shido clan, which is the mm. main like Kuladin clan. Shido, and clan. Uh, you know they're going to cry on the inside because they're warriors. They're going to cry, though. <laughs> That's great stuff. But that is how a warrior takes care of their emotions. Of course. Correct? Yeah. And that, Steve, was the end of the Shadow Rising. Woo! I mean, Jason Nateel is going to be Rand's private Gleeman, which kind of sucks because I, I, I kind of want to see how... I'm back in now because like, I'm, I, I want more Gleeman. It? It's just like, you know, we all go through bad times. We all, we all you know... We all have hardships, and sometimes we get a taint up in us that changes us, or you know, a- any number of things. Of course, right? But if you want to get back out there and being a glee man and doing anything that you know, making people, making the people happy, making your your boy happy, Rand, it's fine with me. Let's see how it shakes out. And at the same time, like, like I kind of want to see how when Tom comes back and meets Jason. Who's also like a gleeman undercover? I want to see how that plays out because I wonder if he's there's going to yeah. be a, there's going to be a gleeman off. But he obviously has the skills to pay the bills as a gleeman, so it's like. But he might be using the dark power. Who got? Yeah, you know, he might be like learn just using it to play that loot. Now he can. <laughs> ding, 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 now he just plays Wonderwall all the time. Only song he knows. Wonderwall, he also knows that song. It's called Old Timey Village Shanty. <laughs> I said maybe. That is, that, that is the end. That is the end of our chapter. But we we are not done. We're not done. We are we are done with the Shadow Rising, kinda, of, but we're not done with these with this episode. This, the podcast with this episode. 
You okay? Because we have to check in. No. We have to check in. Cool. With myself and with Willie the Sheep. Well, before that, we got to do T's and B's. Book book it hasn't wide. Been a full week. This is this is illegal. This is book wide. Book wide. All right, I'm going first because you're going to steal from me, but I'm going well, to say Perrin. Let's put some. Let's put some. Uh, let's put some. I don't know. I thought about this already because Perrin is absolutely my top for this book. Yeah, this book is too, all Perrin. This this is like this, per- is, this is the best Perrin that we've got in this whole series so far. This is the best this Perrin, is Perrin book. city. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. Honorable mention you... going to Tam and Abel as well. Really good. Definitely. Agreed on that. You go ahead with your T and give me a minute to think about my B. Okay, well, I can't go with Perrin, but uh I will go with Matt. Matt Matt, I, I he, interesting choice. He was sidelined quite a bit in this book, I know, but he was he, almost entirely in the second half. Uh but every time he was featured as a as a point of view character. He always has he always had a he's always had a great quip. He's always had a a a, a funny little n- joke. What? <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's the same as a quick quip, but Yeah, I know, I know. I was trying to think of something. I'll allow else. it. Little, I'll allow it. Uh, he always had a good hat, except when he didn't, but he got it, and now he has it. Oh, I forgot about the hat. Actually, no, he's not a T anymore. Well, we got the yeah, this is the thing, is like and this is where that's where Matt falls where apart. we where we vary here because if I would have picked Matt, it would have been entirely predicated on him getting that sweet, sweet ass outfit <laughs> that he acquired <laughs> in this book, being the hat and the coat yeah. and the weapon with the knifey thing on the end, the stick with the knifey thing. Yeah, I guess you can call it a knife. I wish there was more to it other than he just <laughs> bought it. And found it. <laughs> I know. I know. I thought there was going to be something else, but he just bought it. Like, okay, we've been doing you know? this. We've been doing this series for three years and none of you bothered. None of you listeners bothered to go like, hey, guys, I just like no spoilers, but I want to get your hopes up you, but like, <laughs> about that hat. <laughs> yeah. He, he just buy, he just buys the hat. He just goes. But it's how we all get hat. It's, it's very grounding. It's like how, like, you know, it's how we all get hats. Although, as I'm saying that, I realize I'm lying because I have actually found an inordinate number of hats in my life that I keep. All sorts. There, there are a few you buy, but there are far more that just accumulate. I've, long story short, I have a hat right over here that belonged to Big Sean, the rapper. And I saw my opportunity, and now that hat is hanging on my wall. Now it's Big Steve. I won't ever wear that hat. That hat looks ridiculous. I mean, Big Sean could wear it. I can't wear that hat. I'm not wearing that hat. But it's over there. Describe this hat for our listeners. It has the L.A. symbol, right? That's pretty cool. But it's upside down. Fuck! (laughs) (laughs) And then there's like some logo on the side of it, too, that's like bright purple and uh, bright blue. And it's a very boxy framed hat. It's a a lot, you know. How many wigs do you have? I use it as a decorative piece. Do you have a lot of wigs? Well, this is an off-air thing that I didn't want to share with everyone, but before we went live, I was wearing a Princess Leia wig that Will was ogling me in. So I have that wig. I was a giggling little boy. It made me it made me giggle. I think, I think I just I think I think I just have that one right now. I've had other wigs. Tee-hee. I've had other wigs. I don't think I own any wigs right now. I should change that. You need more. I definitely yeah. need more. I need some like cool anime wigs that make me look like a I would get some anime wigs. Like, maybe look like an Overwatch character. With a mm. big butt. I don't like that. <laughs> oh, it's a butt wig. It's a butt wig. 
Uh, fuck, man. Okay, tease. Uh, Tom was great. I, I I also really enjoyed Tom. Uh, I loved how he took on that father role figure for Elaine. Um, I think it's clear that Elaine's gonna figure out one way or another that Tom's her dad. I mean, it's crazy she hasn't already. Yeah, he was basically just saying it to her. Yeah, like but, literally uh, on the book. He's like, book. "I'm your papa." A lot and of she's like, "Wow, you know." Wow, I love the dinosaurs show too. I thought he said, <laughs> "Not the mama," <laughs> not "I'm the papa." <laughs> There's a joke for anyone who watched dinosaurs. <laughs> That's a great joke. That was a great deep cut right there. <laughs> <laughs> not the mama. Not the mama. Not the mama. <laughs> So Tom's up there. I, I think I'm going to kind of like cop out and say, Tom. Yeah, Tom. Tom's going to be my T. So <laughs> let's hear let's hear your bottom. Well, we have Will's cop out as Tom, even though I think Tom's a valuable See, pick. the problem with T's and B's, it's all, about, it's all about going first. You know what we should have done is a fantasy draft. Or we draft all these characters and then we make them play football against each other. Oh, this is great. Oh, my God. You've cracked the season seven game. <laughs> We'll create an AI that makes real-time characters play football. Well, how do we track scores? Oh, this is an off-air stuff. But yeah, this is off-air. <laughs> you figured it's off-air. You've got something here. All right, here. Let's give me your bottom. I don't know. I'm. I'm. My bottom is just like I don't know. Off the top of my head, I don't know. I did like a lot of characters. I, I consistently, I consistently did not like the Egwene and Elaine stuff in this book. Yeah. So I think it's got to go to one of them, at least. You mean Elaine and Nynaeve? Or the Elaine and Nynaeve stuff, yeah. Yeah. I consistently I consistently didn't like the Elaine and Nynaeve stuff. And um, historically, I've never been a big fan of So, you know no, what? Let's double down. Not. Let's slap it on Nynaeve. This is probably quadruple down at this point. Nynaeve. Fuck. <laughs> 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 See, this is what I mean. It's all about going first. It's all about going first. Um... To say Elaine because it's the same storyline and it sucks. But at least Elaine has the Tom stuff. Yeah. And you could pair the two of them together. At least Elaine has the Tom stuff. And that's kind of that's you could pair the two of, of them funny. together. Maybe um, that will bring them. I don't know. I like the, the, the Sean Chan girl that shows up and she's like, you know, seen the light a little bit. I thought that well, was this is about who you don't like. Fuck. You're right. Uh I don't know. I, I feel like I gotta pick a no name from uh from Evans Field. Like not no name, but like obviously like a character that's just like eh. Um All right. Uh just say something. Just say anything. Elaine. <laughs> Alright, let's move into the RPG. <laughs> RPG we this is the last one. Because Steve. honestly so it's really so- hot in here. Yeah. It's like, alright. I know. I know. Where are we? Willie the Sheep last so, week transformed into an abomination amongst men, but a handsome one at that, and perhaps maybe not so evil after all, and ended up amongst the ranks of the Trollocs in the back lines holding two axes. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. And uh, I honestly can't remember where I put you. So you... <laughs> That's cool. That's fine. <laughs> I forget all the time, too. So you are going to start off. So, all right, let me set the scene for you. All right, this okay. game starting. We're gonna have Steve. He, we're gonna run him through a scenario, and then Steve's gonna run me through a scenario, and that's how we're gonna end off the scene. Yeah, or maybe it'll be tandem. It'll be I don't ready. Know. We'll see. So, scene starts off. All right, I can barely remember how the scene starts off in the book, but uh, I'm gonna assume that it's raining. Oh, okay. And you're in your line. Yeah. Okay. 
you're in your little group. I'm going to say you're a squad of like 13 archers. Okay. You've been tasked with sending off the first round of volley fire, where, uh, volley shots at the oh, Trolloc army I'm as in they're Emmons approaching Emmonsfield. Oh, okay. 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 Yes. So you stand there. It's cold. It's dark. You're shivering a little bit. Kind of yeah, want to pee I do right now. <laughs> uh, in the distance, you hear drums thumping. A little bit of, I don't know, Sean Paul comes in the back. Temperatures playing. They, and now the trees, the Trollocs emerge. And what you're waiting for right now is a signal from Perrin to let off the first vol- mm, volley one of, of these guys. arrow shots. Well, knock yeah. loose action. So, well, knock loose action. So the uh, the army's getting a little bit closer, but they're gonna start hitting at a breakneck speed sooner rather than later. And you want to get as many of them before they hit your yeah. main breakneck, more like break stuff uh, by Limp Biscuit. They start playing that shit. Dun, Watch it! Oh no! Knocked! Fred Durst is actually there. <laughs> he just mixes that would in be with super the dangerous. Perfectly. He's just surfing on a piece of plywood in the middle of the Trollocs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> West Borland's there. A Woodstock promoter. <laughs> you know. One of the Woodstock promoters is like off in the distance just looking pissed. <laughs> yeah. He's eaten by a Trolloc. He disembowel him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. They cross over to the main point of firing, and you you hear Perrin in the background go, Knock! Loose! Loose! I'm fucking loosening it! Steve. He's loosening it! He's loosening it! Okay, I'm rolling. I'm rolling because I want to see if you get uh, a couple hits. How many shots do you fire? Just give me like a couple of uh, like Hawkeye. numbers. Eight. At once. Eight. Okay, you, you're going for eight. All right. Um. All right. You you hit four dead in the eye. Bam. All right. You got Bam. four trollocs. Bam. 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 They missed four shots in a row. <laughs> <laughs> no, the four other four uh, are far more comical. You get some in the foot. Uh, one guy. Uh, you oh. hit in the knee, and uh, now he's got one an arrow in, in his knee. One in the dick. But one in the dick. Shh. One in the dick. One in the dick. Okay. Okay. One Boom! Yeah, one guy in the dick. Gotcha, bitch! <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't call that troll like a bitch. I don't know. Uh, okay. So that's your first. That's your first volley. The uh, it it does some damage to the front lines of this Trolloc army. But as you looked into the further ranks of the Trolloc army, who are now charging at full speed, you're telling you know that this is not going to be enough to hold back all of them. So you hold. Uh, you hear Perrin. He sets off another knock loose action. What do you do, do Steve? It. Tell me, I'm tell a me good how many arrows. Boy. I only have six arrows right, left this right. time because I only brought fourteen. Sounds good. That's I all I fit in my quiver. Um, all right, you do six this time. Ba-na-t. Knocked. Oh no, Steve! You loose. only get. You only get two in the chest 
It's not it's not like it's it's kills, but it's not like clean kills. It's just kind of like okay kills. It's not like killtacular <laughs> fuck or headshot. No, it's just like you know elimination. Fuck. Yeah. Uh four of them are left standing. You miss the last four completely. All right. But now it's too late. They're coming in full speed. They're right at your doorstep. It's time to go hand-to-hand combat. Steve, I want you to tell me what kind of hand-to-hand combat weapon you have. I'm going to tell you that I don't think I have anything. I Bare knuckle? No, because I I don't think I have any suitable weapons here. I'm going to tell you. I'm going to stop you right there because at this point, in the distance, we hear a rumbling. We hear something different. We hear... It's corn now. From the night before. <laughs> All of a sudden, an anthropomorphic sheep man comes bursting out of nowhere. He's got dreads now like Jonathan he's Davis. Got dreads. <laughs> and he's a swinging axes <laughs> in both hands. <laughs> Chopping heads off. Blood right. Arms, legs, dicks, butts, everything. Heads. Oh my god. It doesn't matter that I don't have a weapon because oh my god, I get Willie Sheep is flying through double axe, hoo! Head goes flying, <laughs> triple axe. Where did that axe come from? We don't know. Oh my god, king, boom! All of a sudden, <laughs> oh my god, he's whole, dead. Not only am I, but the entire rest of the squad with the arrows is now is now clear. There's a solid. They're all they're cleared out. And now in the distance, we hear another knock. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Loose. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. Loose. Arrows fly. <laughs> Will the sheep charges in. Four axes in both two in each head. And he's going in. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. And all of a sudden. And all. Wait. Is Willie the goat a bad guy? <laughs> no. I don't know. Oh, it depends. No. He likes bad. He really likes that Billie Eilish song. <laughs> Good thing he's listening to the chord and quoting it. Through Before they know battle. it, the battle is over. And Willie the Sheep changes back into a normal little sheep. Ah! I didn't even get to play that at all. I you took just it. To- you just yeah, took it over. Better. And with a blink of an eye, an entire season of a podcast ends. Thunderclap. Wow. Wow, I think we could, I think we could have done a little bit better. I, I wish I could have played. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got caught up. Is that what? Is that, uh, you know what? It's okay. It's okay. We got corn sheep running around. Um, you know what? As for this experiment, like it, it, this was doing the RPG was hard this season. We're not doing not it again. Lie. This has made so much more work for us. <laughs> Look, I saw a good ending. and I took it. I gave you the hero's ending. You got a problem with it? <laughs> Is that even audible? Like, do people want to listen? To, do people want to listen to that? No. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we're going to end this season, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> we want to spend a couple minutes here actually just thanking all of you who have stuck by this season uh through the ups and downs this season was probably one of the h- hardest ones for us to produce full disclosure yeah it took a while for us to get started it took a while for us to get into the groove and it took a while for us to get it to the end it's the biggest season we've ever done it's the most complex season we've ever done and uh, i think we're better human beings at the end of it uh through this season and for all more seasons to come because Steve and I are not fucking quitting. 
We're just getting really started, are. baby. This is the beginning. This is the golden age. This is just the beginning. And uh, we've got p- tons of plans to kind of expand this into other ideas. Um, a lot of those ideas for listeners who haven't joined up yet are explored on our Patreon. Already mentioned earlier today, patreon.com slash chapter by chapter podcast. Link is in the notes, of course. Uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with what we're doing, sign up to any of the tiers that are on the Patreon and you're going to get a weekly bonus podcast and um, possibly even two po- bonus podcasts for the time being. Cause we we're catching up on some, sh- uh, on some stuff and we have a lot of shit lot. to talk about. There's we some cool pop culture. Look, You can join up. It, it doesn't cost anything. On. Well, I mean, it costs like a dollar at the least. It costs but, like a dollar, you know, semantics. It's just like, we really appreciate the support. And especially, um, those of you who do support us, or those of you who have supported us through previous off seasons, it really means so much to us. So especially this time um, of the show and whatnot, you know, going into an off season, the support really means so much more to us. And if you, if you want to catch us Absolutely. in that off season, if you miss us, we'll be on Patreon at least once a week, if not twice. Oh uh, yeah. If not twice. Um, and as, as we've stated already, we're in the production process for the next season. Big cheese daddy. I know you called us out earlier and you're thinking like, ah, oh, it's going to take him forever. It's, it's not. not. Okay. It's All right. Not. I'm going to prove you it wrong. It might take a bit. <laughs> it might take a minute. It might take a little bit. Look, we actually are both feeling really good about going into Dune 3, which is, it's not called that. It's called Children of Dune. But, um, I'm, I'm very excited to get back into the Dune-iverse and, uh, Absolutely, especially with the new movie coming out. Um, we're we also will be covering uh the new Wheel of Time season on yeah. our Patreon. So if you guys want to hear our thoughts on the new Wheel of Time season, uh, we're also covering Mistborn on our Patreon as well. So if you still like yeah. our book content, we still have a little taste for you over on Mistborn side. We're getting a little, we're dipping our toes into Brando Sando, Sanderson, uh, just to see how he how he tackles fantasy as we reach the end of the Wheel of Time series. I mean, it's gonna take for fucking ever, yeah. but. You know, maybe maybe we'll gotta maybe do we'll something. Commit. I don't know. And everyone, listeners, go out there, do something, anything. Doesn't matter. Do, do the something. thing that you love to do. Do the thing you've done a million times, or do a brand new thing. Right? Oh, Canadian re- Canadian listeners might know this little nod. What's your thing? What's your thing? Uh, I I have nothing else to say. Everybody, uh, thank you again. Actually, I want to do our shout out right now with Steve yeah. on the line. Uh, for for our uh, Gouda Grandmasters, Big Cheese Daddy, Nick Corn, and Hilder. Uh, Hilder. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being our Gouda Grandmasters and, and pushing us along this fucking crazy project that we've got going on. Uh, and I know there's a bunch of other listeners on the Patreon right now, but you're you're not going to do that. I'm sorry. You're just not. <laughs> just not. Uh, thank you guys, and we will be back next season with children of Dune. Children of Dune!